This is a HeadGum Original. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Just get our theme song queued up. Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? This can't be it. Should all Usually it's Marika playing the saxophone. Be Marika, this doesn't sound like you. I'm so sorry. Really I'm doesn't. so sorry, guys. That was. Not. I don't think you're sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought. I mean, I tried to cue up the sax, but <laughs> obviously Ferris is kind of, you know, I'm at Ferris's beck and call and whim in a way. <laughs> that was the least appropriate song you could have used. It was like a winter New Year's Eve vibe, and it's like 110 degrees in early September. <laughs> Please welcome to the show uh, the core four: Amir Blumenfeld. Mike Comate, Marika Brownlee. It's kind of cool to have the dream team back. Right? It's like have sometimes we ever been that? on at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marika, you and I composed the theme song together. That's so true. We that did. is that's the dream team. Yeah, you're right. That was one of the highlights of my quarantine, I have to say. Was A, <laughs> like the process of launching this show. I mean, now it's like a chore to do, obviously. Right. But um, at the beginning it was it was a novel idea and also hearing that sax for the first time and marika sort of being like i don't know if this is good or not and we were uh, the rest of us being like that's it that's absolutely (laughs) the theme song and then amir coming up with the idea of doing like little stingers to kind of you know hit the end of jokes even harder yeah i guess i should record more of those probably i know ferris wanted to play around with them if you just kind of soloed for a day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me on the alto sex for a day release, sounds awful <laughs> release the eight hours of soul. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever see Wolfpack where they released no, their no. album let me wait finish, keep going I, I know Wolfpack that wasn't me <laughs> alright I'll mute myself um, sorry do you remember in 2014 when they did the Sleepify album on Spotify yeah. and they just generated like $30,000 yeah Spotify changed the rules after that right we should do the saxify. So it's Marika doing like 10 tracks of improvised sax you and it raises really... money for this show. Oh, I mean, oh, so, so the parallel is raising money, not the idea that they recorded an album of complete silence that people played while they went to sleep. Because <laughs> you can't really just play saxophone solos and go to sleep. I mean, some people probably do, but... That's no, yeah, the, the parallel is is getting cash for this because I feel like <laughs> okay. uh, at the very least, Mike, your time is worth more than zero dollars that you're getting for this. <laughs> I just like I <laughs> I think at one point I tried to improvise on the sax and I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't make myself do it. I don't know <laughs> why. Like you couldn't bring yourself to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I was too like embarrassed for my own <laughs> self listening. I was alone. And I was embarrassed about how I sounded. <laughs> so 
such a funny image, soloing alone. <laughs> it's hard. It's like, I don't know. It's hard to improvise a musical or dance thing without any other additional feedback. Yeah, when you don't have somebody in the corner going like, yeah, man, yeah, she's doing it. <laughs> she's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like, need a crowd being like, oh, oh. <laughs> think that yeah. would definitely make it worse. And then you need some like really strangely shaped guy with like albino white hair being the band leader and just being like, bring around on the sax. And then everybody's like going crazy in the jazz. Club. Why, what is strangely shaped mean to you? <laughs> like not just like oddly proportioned, like <laughs> thick forearms, thin wrists. JK Simmons. In a way, in a way, but more of like, uh, like you. a Franklin hair. You're oddly What's proportioned. <laughs> You're oddly proportioned. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, no broad way. shoulders and thin ankles. You're like a bowling <laughs> pin upside down. That's not wrong. <laughs> That's why you're calling so, it out. Because you're clearly like insecure about it. Every suit I've ever had has been a weird double buy where I get a 44R and then I have to get... That tapered pant a size down. <laughs> so you'll go to a kid's suit place for your legs and then a big right. and tall store for your chest. I'm Johnny Bravo with a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a great Tinder bio. <laughs> Johnny Browno with a fat ass. <laughs> No matches. <laughs> but I get on Raya somehow. They love it. The committee can't get enough of my profile. Johnny what would your What would your Raya song be for that profile? Um, Old Lang Syne, for sure. <laughs> I want people to feel Christmas when they kind of see my face. It's nice. This brings us to our first segment. Uh, when you think of Christmas, you think of the holidays, Hanukkah, New Year's Eve. You, you got to be at home for the holidays. Um, Mike, Marika, Amir Blumenfeld, build your dream house. All right. Where is it? How big is it? What style is it? This, this is money aside. So let's do uh, your second prompt. Are you kidding me? Well. This is a good one. Yeah, Marika said, let's actually have a conversation. This one's pretty good. Favorite and then no one says anything. Childhood snack. <laughs> when I said, let's play the price is rice, everybody was begrudging about it, but they instantly jumped at the opportunity. Now I'm giving you a conversation started for real. Marika, you don't even say Jack. I, did you see my face light up with joy? No, I mean, you didn't say the word Jack. I'm wondering if like I? well I'm wondering if you build it yourself with like a jack. I don't think that's a tool that I would really be using for uh, building a house. <laughs> right. Um sure. I mean I think ultimately if I had to choose a style of ideal house it would be Pyle's house his upstate house. Uh early on when they were building it I talked to Kate about what materials they were using for their exterior and it was like the same type of material that I had used for like a project uh in college so i was really excited are you about taking that. credit for pile's house you yeah, talked to actually, kate I and am. You're, you're saying you told her how to build it listen to yourself yeah jesus yeah, I am. and she like wanted a closed concept and you're like actually and then you sketched something on the back of the a napkin and they I framed sent her it. sketchup files 
You gave Nick Rad a, a permanent tattoo of the floor plan. <laughs> See, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> What's what material is it? Just like siding? Stucco on vinyl. No, it's this. It's what? this. <laughs> uh, Wet it's wall. A, it's it's a wood siding, but there's like a technique. It's called shosugiban, and it's like this technique where you burn cedar normally. Uh, so it tur- it like coats it with charcoal. Essentially, it's like this black wood siding, and it prevents wow. against like bugs and rot and stuff like that. But it also looks really cool. Only shabushi can prevent wildfires. Cut that out. Cut that out for your own sake. (laughs) (laughs) I have to. I'll leave the podcast now just so you know exactly where that happened. Because then uh, you can't cut around it. Okay, for sure. And just to be clear, did (laughs) sign the contract yet? (laughs) Again, don't name names. Don't talk about internal business. Well, we can talk about the Finn Wolfhard podcast now. Somebody asked me on on their Instagram post. They commented, I wonder if this is what Jeff had to bleep out. Uh, on the HeadGum podcast, and it was yeah, one of the things. Yeah, one of many things to come. That's true. That uh, one is yeah. out. That the trailer, at the very least, is out. And um, by the time this airs, the first episode will be as well. And I wonder if people will be kind of up in arms with the way it goes. Like, how is it going to be received positively? Or uh, yeah, I mean, they're two funny dudes who are talking about movies, so it has universal appeal. I would assume that his fans and HeadGum fans will enjoy it. So I don't, I don't know why you're worried about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think. There's ever like really a situation with comedy podcasting where there's like something that's widely negatively received. <laughs> like, people just don't listen to it. This show every week. I can imagine like a subreddit, yeah, yeah a subreddit <laughs> post about hating a guest or something. But even then, it's like a subsection. Yeah, people still listen. Not widely. So, so Marie, so Marika, it's pile in Kate's house, like like minimalist chic, uh, a modern update on an old house. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I'd want it to be because I do like living in cities and I feel like that's a real. <laughs> I do think that that's something about New York culture, though, that's interesting is that, I mean, obviously it's only like privileged, wealthy people who are successful can do it. But like having you got your you got your New York City place and you got your upstate place or you got your yeah. New York City place and you got your place in the Hamptons, you know, like the, the, like L.A., like like Amir wouldn't fucking have a ranch in like Topanga Canyon. Why would he need that? Don't speak. Because he already don't speak has for me. Do not speak for me. No, I'm just saying like you would never take not only take that chance from a real estate investment perspective and like Airbnb it out because you just don't have the huevos for that. But more like you don't want the headache and you don't need the relaxation. Don't, in opinion, yeah, don't speak like we're friends. Do not act like you know me. Stop it. Because sometimes like he doesn't what, need the relaxation. I will often notice about my good friend Amir is that no, like, we're not. he good can slow down time in a way. Like when that doesn't he mean anything. has a free weekend, he yeah. can make it seem longer to himself. Don't is smile that, while you sense? talk about me at all. You don't know me. I don't want to be your friend. And don't put that out there in the world because you're lying to people. I'm just saying. I like, know, and yeah, I'm asking you... you to stop saying. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's amoral. You don't. We can talk about it. We can talk about what about it? <laughs> what you about you worked hard on the pilot for the show? Who and that time sort of flew by for you, but then now you know now is the time that you get to slow things down. Now you get that R and R. Now you get that 
that honestly PR and R and D. Yeah, you're not. What do you mean? By, so let's focus on that. What do you mean? I'm gonna slow down for R and D. What do you think R and D means in that? Rest and decompression. <laughs> that one is actually right. All right, fine. I'll allow it. Mike, what about you? Dream home? Where is it? What style? How big? I know nothing about houses, but I would say it would be probably in New Hampshire near a lake. Um, kind of like, but not on the lake necessarily. Why not on the lake? The Too sound much. of water uh, scares me. <laughs> just, What's that? What's the sound just, of a lake? The sound, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> let me try and make it the sound with my mouth. Hold on. Yeah. Like that. Waves And this crashing. is not like a great lake. Yeah, this just like this like light light waves crashing. You know, there's, there's no there's no raging Don't storms in the people lake. People often fall asleep to that kind of sound. Like it, it's usually really relaxing to people. To it's fine that. if you're, yeah, if I'm lying on the beach or something like that. But I can't be. Just big waves scare me. All right, you know. <laughs> okay. Right. That's why it has to be a lake. Crashing. Whoa. An old mother dies. <laughs> the angel opens her eyes. <laughs> Pale blue colored eyes. <laughs> Ferris will play the guitar underneath that, so it'll sound a little bit better. <laughs> that was an original, seemingly, in a Bob Dylan voice and referencing Velvet Underground song titles? No, it was uh, live, the band live. Mike, you know live, right? I honestly, I had no idea what you were singing, but then I just, in my head, I thought live. Yeah. In my head. Lightning crashes, <laughs> I saw the, but light wave crashes yeah. instead of lightning. Sorry for giving you enough credit to think that you would kind of come up with that off the cuff. Actually, I do a pretty good Bob Dylan. Let's hear it. All right, what do you want me to sing about? <laughs> Just the answer, my friend, is blown in the wind. Classic, right? Everybody knows it. Yeah, but like, give me like like an improv style thing. So it's not like Bob Dylan singing a Bob Dylan song. It's like Bob Dylan at a Taco Bell drive-thru or something. He's a musician known for his like very distinctive vocal. No, yeah, like, I know. When people that's do impressions funny. of Bob Dylan, right? It's that's why songs. it's funny to imagine him. Like, what would Bob Dylan like? He, Bob Dylan is late. Okay, Bob Dylan. He's applying for a, a mortgage. He's on the phone with Rocket. Mortgage. He wouldn't do that. Because I feel like Bob Dylan has enough money that he can buy outright. But like, yeah, something silly Why, like he that. He doesn't, even if you have enough money, you shouldn't just buy outright, right? Because then that's like the cash is sunk into the asset and you can't get it back unless you sell. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so give yeah, me another, another idea. <laughs> give me like, where would Bob Dylan be? That's kind of funny. Okay, Bob Dylan's at, uh, he, he's walking into like a fancy clothing store. He's going to get a new hat. That's cool. All yeah. right. He would do that. That's cool. Or are you going to do the scene? <laughs> Well, I was thinking about like what would Bob Dylan say, and then I have to say it in his voice. So I'm just thinking, right? I'm trying to keep right. it like casual and like interesting and funny. Um, so this the podcast or this scene? The podcast. Like him yeah. Come, yeah, it's funny right. if it's like conversational. So I'm just trying to think like how would we how would we get You're into that? You're interrupting the flow of conversation right now. You brought this up as like oh like let me do this quick impression. It'll blow you guys away. You still haven't even attempted it once. All right, I'm ready. So say it again, just so we have it. And then it goes right into my thing. I'm not going to cut all of this out. I'm going to keep it in. Bob Dylan walking in to uh, Barney's. Barney's Beanery? The sports bar? (laughs) Barney's New York, the fancy clothing place. Okay. And he's asking for... Oh my God, he just needs a new pair. He needs a new hat. Okay. He needs a new hat. The answer, my hat is blowing in the back. The answer is Barney's being a ring. And then Ferris would add like a, 
What's that? The corn on the cob instrument where it sounds like a harmonica. <laughs> harmonica. It's a harmonica. Don't call it corn. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I didn't fucking go to Berkeley School of Music. <laughs> None of us did. Really? You did go to Berkeley, though. Yeah, I guess that's pretty close alphabetically. And impression wise, <laughs> it was pretty average. I think any I think Mike could do a much better Bob Dylan. You actually kind of look like a young yeah. Bob Dylan. Mike, have you ever gotten that? No, I get Arlo Guthrie, though. That's cool. All right. What's your best musical impression? It doesn't have to be Bob Dylan. Like whose singing um, voice can you best imitate and why? Am I going to have to do the impression after this? <laughs> Absolutely. No, not necessarily. I mean, depending on what it is. Like if it's someone random <laughs> oh that we don't want to hear, I can take it me? from there. I can actually do Michael Jackson. <laughs> don't. Don't at all. No, keep doing No, let's, let's stick with this. Let's, let's go drink with this. Drink your soylent in a cup, Why dude. does everything you eat and drink yeah. have froth to it? Coffee, egg white-based cocktails. I saw you eat a burger and foam came out. <laughs> you just had rabies. <laughs> yeah. Either you were bit by a wild animal or a just burger eat fine. with foam. Alka-Seltzer burger. <laughs> <laughs> you took an Advil and then burped a bubble. <laughs> what was the joke from the snacks video? Is it anti foam? <laughs> anti cherries, anti foam. Really anything anti. I was just updating. This is so not important, but I was just updating my website and I was like choosing some videos to put on there. And I watched Day in the Strife Money. Here <laughs> is a such a good performance from Amir. He's like, podcasting is only important if you're rich about it. And you think that's a good message you want to send people? Like, watch this. Say, what's your name? Zach? Yeah, see, so get the fuck out of here. Right? And it's like, that fast. What that do you mean fast? it's fast? That's what you take away from it? Yeah, that I can kick people out quickly. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, if you had an extra hour in your day, how would you spend it? Because I would absolutely fix all of my problems with the extra hour. That's the issue, is that there aren't 25 hours in the day, so I can't become a better version of me. Does that make sense? But maybe you would want to go for a run or go for a nap or go for reading a book. Because a lot of us spend our times wishing that we had more time in our day. And the question is, time for what? Because if time was unlimited, how you would use it would infer your mental health and your happiness and your joy. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I'm in therapy every week. Uh, I've definitely benefited from it, and uh, I would highly recommend it to anybody who has access to it, and BetterHelp makes it easier. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy for what makes you get joy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash what's that today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what's that. Thanks, BetterHelp. 
Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1. Just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day. Like I'm doing one powerfully healthy hab habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high-quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a, a glass of water, I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee. And it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a classic. This is a classic uh, conversation starter. Three dream dinner guests. We're going to go living, then we're going to go dead, and then we're going to go combined. So six total dinner guests, and then at the end, you have to kind of funnel it into three. <laughs> <laughs> we will let you take that again. Have rounds? It didn't make yeah. sense. Start from the top. <laughs> three prompts. <laughs> You're getting further. <laughs> three prompts. Three separate. <laughs> three prompts. The first. What three dinner guests would you like to have uh, <laughs> that are currently alive? Let's just start there. To think of nine people now? Oh, no, it's, it's six people total. How three six? Prompts. How six? What three prompts? What are you talking about? Three living, three dead. Three living, three dead. And then we'll do a final one, living and dead combined. <laughs> Composed of the... We have to pick... This uh, is out of the pool that we just Let's created. Let's start with Marika. Let's start with Marika. No. Dream three dinner guests that are currently living. <laughs> and uh, guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> Bernie Mac is my first on dead one. <laughs> um, God, these are so hard to do. Without I don't think any... so. <laughs> I can pick them for you. Yeah, Mike. Mike, pick mine. Three what? cast members from Succession. And three past <laughs> members of Succession. So people who are not on the show anymore for the dead ones. Ooh, that's fun. Not really. What? Mm. Nothing. We answered your no, question. Go are on. You you're, you're upset about it? No, you added this weird TV caveat. Okay. To okay. No, we exciting. didn't. There's only like six people characters. on TV are alive. Meaning? <laughs> I think it's it's included in your rules. Do you not? Can you, Jeff? Can you like quickly explain what a TV show is? A t a television program is it's like basically showing you somebody else's world through their eyes. Right. So the actors are alive. Right. That's what he was saying. Three actors who are alive like... for Marika's three people who are alive. We answered your question. <laughs> 
He looks very confused. <laughs> what are you concerned about? Rick, is that your your final answer? Is just three any three actors from Succession and then dead is just any three actors from Succession who have died in the show? <laughs> I'll amend it. I'll go I will go I'll I'll take Jeremy Strong from Succession. Nice. I think he'd be weird. Um maybe Zach Woods. Another very weird nice. another weird person. Um boy oh boy. I <laughs> uh, who are people that I like? <laughs> That's the question. Hello. <laughs> Guilty <laughs> and quite alive actually. <laughs> you could have dinner Not with you. Not having anytime. dinner with you, yeah. And you won't split the bill. That's part of it, too. <laughs> it's more fair to go Dutch. <laughs> you never do. Well, I prefer you to pay for it, and then I'll get the next one. You never do. Yeah. So I'll get yeah. the next two. <laughs> you never too. <laughs> I never too. Can, Last spot, Marika. Um, does it have to be a person? Can Can I choose the first cow from first cow? Um, sure. So, like, I'm on a farm with Evie the cow, but also... Uh, Zach Woods and Jeremy Strong. What about Vernie the pig? The cow, the horse. <laughs> Vernie the horse, the pig. Okay, yeah, have the have the cow, but just be careful what you choose for the dinner menu. That's fine. Um, what about dead? <laughs> can we do can we go in a circle? All right. Come Mike, back to death? three dinner guests alive. Edition. Oh, um, I mean I would probably I, I get nervous around strangers, so I just pick my three best friends from home. Loser. I just That's very nice. I wouldn't it wouldn't no, be a comfortable nice. dinner yeah. if I just invited if I invited it still wouldn't be comfortable with your friends from home? Yeah, because they don't like him. Oh, it would oh, be. Well, if they don't like me, that's true. But but I, <laughs> I would I would feel more comfortable yeah. with my three friends who don't like me at dinner with me. It's because one of that's them would be like, You should have just chosen me and fucking Bill Gates and Michael Jordan, and instead it's just me and these two jabronis that we hang out with anyway yeah i feel like they would be mad for you and at you for not having chosen like uh the lead singer of jimmy eat world jim adkins <laughs> jim who <laughs> jim eat world his last name is eat world <laughs> jimmy eat world this is, is jimmy jim sure eat world okay yeah we deny you for this loan because of your name. It can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> um, fine. Uh, Amir, live, alive dinner guest. Oh, I didn't do Dreamhouse, so let's start there. <laughs> yeah, I do want to hear this. There's something about mid-century modern that's just nice. Split level, triplex ranch top floor carpeted triplex ranch i've never even heard of that and in terms of dead people i'd want to have brunch with <laughs> let's sure do step. let's do who died most recently that way they stink the least right because if we're digging up it's not what they're carcasses it would yeah. be with them as if they were alive like they came back i dead. see i see okay yeah. you you think sorry and this is like i'll cut this out because I, I people have been commenting that like i kind of go out go at you too much not everything's so like nitpicky and practical it's obviously not the carcass this is supposed to be a fun game and your first answer your first inclination is to talk about the smell of a dying a rotting mm. carcass well, are they an old person or are they cool when like when they're younger? That's a good is question. Like, a, like was Jesus yeah. real or is that just like 
yeah, Abraham from the Bible and the people just sort of cross their fingers and hope he existed. Like, can I choose Jesus or is this like a question mark kind of thing? <laughs> you can choose Jesus. You could choose. I don't fucking care. Just get your answer done with Jesus. If he's dead, which I think that's not sacrilegious to say, right? Jesus lives. What's that? I, I heard Jesus lives, <laughs> but I don't know. That's just what this says in the Okay, so the for a living, across. I'll do Jesus, Rivers, Cuomo. Oh my God. And Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> for dead, I'll go Kobe Bryant. Um, right. Michael Jackson. And Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, if he's dead. That's actually good. <laughs> what about like a Chris Middleton type? So Chris Middleton or? Yeah, like a stretch two who can hit pull up threes in transition. And are you saying that because he's kind of like a middle tier, middle to top tier NBA player who like might want to keep being friends with you, maybe go on buckets, etc.? I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I wouldn't say Joe. Ingles. Uh, I'm going to, for living, I'm going to go LeBron. Um... Hmm. <laughs> kind of funny. Have so many options available to you. It's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. This was your question. John Mayer. So don't compliment it. I'm going LeBron James, John Mayer, and oh yeah, it's interesting. Not um, really. It's a pretty basic question. Wow. It's boring too because we don't actually I've get to see the, the dinner. world on a string. I'm sitting on this bad chair. <laughs> I've got a mirror on the podcast. Just say uh, a celebrity's name. It really doesn't matter. And no one will remember <laughs> it in two minutes anyway. I'll say it for you. Steven Spielberg. All right, let's move on. No, I don't think it's that. Uh, <laughs> oh my Col- God. Colin Jost. Colin Jost for sure. Fine. <laughs> Why? Because then I can kind of finagle him to get him on Review Review. This is the triple <laughs> crown of Review Review guests. Ryan Gall. All right. Kind of knocked that one out first year Colin Jost and guess what the last one is John Mayer yes exactly right right of course saxophone (laughs) (laughs) all right uh what would your nine-year-old self say to you if they saw your life as it is right now (laughs) <laughs> Are you kidding me? So early. It's 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Are you shitting me? I had so much more. It's not even the one that I literally wrote to get him to leave. Oh no. Jesus. Mike, let's start with you. Your nine-year-old self saw you today. And what would they say? What would he okay. say? Okay. So my nine-year-old self hadn't started playing music yet, or like made it a goal to play music professionally, which I obviously failed at miserably. Um, Actually, not really. I was on a Twitch stream the other night and people were saying that they really liked your music. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I mentioned it on the last episode and I I doubled my play count from uh, eight plays a week to 16 plays a week. Yeah. (laughs) On Apple Music. (laughs) Spotify does considerably better because I think more people are on it. But um, but yeah, it did double my play count. So, you know, thank you so much, everybody. (laughs) He's back. Inappropriately early to leave. I have. That wasn't even the bit that I wrote to get you to leave. Where are we? What would your nine-year-old self say to you if they saw your life now? Oh, he would. He would say, "Hey, that's pretty cool." He'd like, all right. He'd shrug and be like, "All right, yeah, I'll take it." Which that's like jumping for joy in Mike Comite's like 
language, body language. Yeah, I no, I mean, it's absolutely. You being like, it's okay, is like me being like, no way, man. You know what I mean? I don't remember what I was doing when I was nine years old. <laughs> oh. Uh, Probably tap dancing. Right. Uh, I don't know what my career goals at the time were. I don't know if I had any because I was a child. <laughs> really? What did yeah, you want? I mean, you didn't have any like, what do you want to be? I wanted to be a killer whale trainer at SeaWorld. <laughs> Bad, problematic. <laughs> you didn't, now it is. That was before Blackfish came out. <laughs> Many years before. <laughs> when I was like a little younger, I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then gave that one up. <laughs> and then I think for a while I wanted to work at SNL, but then I realized that I really did not want to do that. <laughs> uh, I think that was kind of like the in between. I never wanted to be a professional dancer, though. Amir, if you were nine um, currently and you had a switch and you had Mario Kart, what would you what would be your career shoals? <laughs> He wants to leave so bad. I think I was playing Mario Kart at age nine because it was like 92. No, even before that, it was the Super Nintendo wow. version. Everything was very flat. Mm. But I remember Damn. that's when I first got introduced to Mario Kart. And then, of course, the N64 version. That's the one that I really delved deep into. Like in 15, 16 year old me was like on message boards seeing like which courses had the best like world record times because like you just had to like sort of do it and upload like a picture that you took with a digital camera so that was pretty old right. school and then i i took a, a lot of time off from mario kart i got into tony hawk pro skater that was like my college obsession like freshman sophomore year probably when i was 19 and 20 and then i really took like 17 years off from gaming i was just like yeah yeah it passed me by so like I never got into like Halo or Call of Duty, any of that stuff. It was just, it felt too intense and too hard. So I sort of took a back seat and I really didn't get back into Mario Kart until like, yeah, March, March. April of this year. So like it was probably in me still somewhere from that nine-year-old version who was playing Super Nintendo Mario Kart. But I forget the question, but yeah, I haven't played Mario Kart probably properly like I have been now since... 98 99 or something but i don't know what you're asking yeah what were you asking <laughs> i was asking what your career shoals were and you absolutely i get yeah i was just yeah you nailed it for whatever that means <laughs> um that's it's interesting to say that you were 16 and 15 playing uh mario kart on n64 because that was like the first console i ever had and i was like four and five playing those games yeah and then in high school, I was playing the Halos and the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2s. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm 16 which, years older than you, so there's a little bit of <laughs> right. a generational difference there. It's Well, you can age somebody. Well, actually, I, I used to be on an improv troupe in college, and we did this improv festival, and uh, Alex um, Fernie? Yeah. I think that's yes. his name. Maybe it wasn't him. No, it was Alec, Alex Berg. That's who it was. Uh, he was like, this is how I always gauge how old somebody is. And he said, where were you on 9-11? And I said, I was in pre-K, which is the year before preschool. <laughs> and he punched me in the arm because he felt so old. Like, hard. Like, that was one of the hardest times I've ever been punched, which is obviously often because of how I rub people the wrong way. Uh, which brings us to sort of an important segment here. HeadGum Network Updates. What can we say? You transitioned from <laughs> where were you during 
low point in American history in the last 20 years to thinking that was a good transition to talk about headgum updates. What can we yeah. say? Low to high. And that's how you get variation when you're acting texture as it is like kind of turning on a dime going from something very serious to something very joyful and it makes people laugh <laughs> i left five minutes ago and you said you have to come back <laughs> you have to come back so far you've asked me two questions what were your career shoals and where were you during 9-11 actually never mind what's going on in edgum so i ask you did i have to come new back? merch New merch, new merchandise at headgum.store.headgum.com or headgum.com slash store. Store.headgum.com. Lackluster video dropping, drop trailer dropped last week. First episode dropped three days ago. So go check that out with Finn and Billy, obviously. This brings us to our final segment because I have to kind of get this in before Amir leaves again. Marika, who do you think is the best broadcaster of all time? <laughs> Let's say it at the same time because I think we have the same answer. Three, two, one. I'm not going to answer this. Okay. <laughs> this is the big interview with Dan Rather interviewing our, our very own Marika Brownlee. So I'm going to have Rather ask you some questions and you're going to answer them as west you can. Christ. Let's talk about the negative side of it. You said there certainly is a positive side, experimenting with new musical forms. But on the bad side, let's talk about the highlights or lowlights, if you will. <laughs> Experimenting with new musical forms is one of my greatest joys. Uh, and I'd say there's no lowlights, only highlights. Next question. My life's working. The whole thing. Going to prison. Give me a second. What was that first one? That was, you know, my life's work, <laughs> you're going to prison. <laughs> is that a technical error? If you hadn't gone to prison, if the judge hadn't sentenced you to prison, do you think you'd be alive today? Was that a thing? <laughs> I'm a great believer you are what your record is, and your record shows. I feel like one, that wasn't really a question, uh, and also it was very confusing. <laughs> what turned it around for you, and when? I would definitely say going to prison uh, turned my life around. On either side, it's about I should have edited being mistreated by the police at home. The fighting spirit is one we all share. It's why Amanda Nunez never backed down from being the only woman in her MMA add, training gym. Add on YouTube. Stereotypes get in her way. Inside the octagon or out. Modelo, the official beer. This is so MMA bad, season. even for you. This is a really <laughs> bad segment. You had nothing prepared. And then a free roll. <laughs> these, these are hardly why even questions. A live YouTube video. Had been just a little bungalow in the middle of a sort of triangular block, but it of course spilled over into the thoroughfare. And that under LA, you know, uh, Los Angeles City ordinance is a public nuisance, you know, you're obstructing a public thoroughfare. It was a well, that's I want to get the picture here. This was a, a big party, if you will. Yeah, it it was wasn't a, a protest movement, it was a funeral for a bar. What was that? What is happening? These are not questions. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's hard, you know? I'm trying to get just Rather's point of view and questions, but, like, you have Crosby, Stills, and Nash all kind of butting in at the wrong times. 
I didn't have time to edit Rather's questions for their own. I don't have a soundboard like Mike. Yes, you do. <laughs> really? He set you up with one. Really? <laughs> I haven't checked it out yet is all. I haven't had a chance. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to I this week's episode. What the hell? Fix this. What do you mean? What else am I supposed to ask you guys? Everything I do, I'm afraid Amir's going to leave the next second. <laughs> I did leave. You told me to come back. I'm here. Amir, Marika told you to come back. Marika told you to come back and you did because if at I had your, asked you to come your back. Best. Yeah. Does anybody have anything to plug? <laughs> Listen, as you said, listen to Lackluster Video. The first episode's probably out. Uh, buy s- merch in the store. I think this week is the last week to buy it so that money goes to Black Arts Futures Fund. Um, Headgum wise, that's those are the only plugs I have. Okay. He's, Mike? Yeah. Your music? Also follow me on Twitter. <laughs> at at Marike Lawn. <laughs> Everything Marika said, uh, catch up on season one of Dead Eyes before it comes back in the fall. Um, keep listening to Old Best Friend music on Spotify and Apple Music and wherever you listen to music. Um, I feel really sentimental with this music in the background. <laughs> Amir, anything to plug? This was a dark day in headgun <laughs> history. I don't know. I don't know how to. What is this part of the song? This is a different Sorry. song. Yeah. This is a different song. I don't know how we read another pre roll ad. I don't know what happens now. <laughs> what was your goal for like getting me to do an interview saying that I was in prison? Like, what was your ideal situation? That rather was going to ask those questions. It was rather's interview. I didn't know what I should have done. And I realized that the terrors of my ways this episode is get Mm -hmm. sound clips clipped out before the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Asking you certain. Yeah. Leading questions. Um, and but the issue was <laughs> I know you didn't have time or didn't, didn't know have how, time right yeah, yeah. yeah. so instead of didn't questions it was pre-roll ads yeah <laughs> I've All been right. making it a point to yeah. work out and you Got know it. kind of work out some personal issues that I have with Marika understood um, yeah okay. that sure. was the goal. personal personal issues yeah sorry I shouldn't have brought it up Amir okay. left obviously uh, yeah. old best friend. Yeah. On Spotify and Apple Music. Marika Brownlee on Twitter. At Marika yep. Elon. Yeah. Uh and I appreciate you guys for coming on. Did th- how'd this go? How did this go regarding like not as bit heavy, not as game heavy, but more real questions? I mean, I feel like it started off well. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh my my final interview took a turn for the worst. <laughs> But I'd say everything up to that point, I felt fine with and good about. <laughs> I thought yeah. I have to say I have a bone to pick with you guys, and I'll All do right. it live on air. The yeah. dream, the three dream dinner guests idea was a. I made a meal out of it, and I thought it was a good chunk of change in that regard. I thought that it would be good 
three each, three each, combine it into two, and it would be a kind of a fun game. Be like, ah, <laughs> so I wish I could have all six. All. I wish I could have all six, but I have to get it down to a three combined, living or dead. <laughs> Is he just frozen? Now? And you guys didn't really give it the time of day. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Uh, recording They're this last frozen. night, and I was thinking about like oh, I got to prepare for the this Headgum is a horrible podcast. way to the end really this episode. Like, but thank you guys like, so much for I listening. Thought, like, we'll catch like you again next week. You can't week. prepare for the SATs. Uh, thank you, you can for only really uh, learn how to the show. Uh, be sure to check out Dead Eyes. Oh, okay. Be sure to He's check out talking. If I Were You. <laughs> be sure to check out Buckets Review. Review. They're back. I don't know what they were saying. You guys were frozen, so I thought you left. Or you were also frozen, so we're having a nice convo. Right. Right. I think you should play them at the same time. I absolutely will. Pod Lackluster Video. Uh, dead eyes review review etc etc uh, and we'll see you guys again next week bye god hold on acquaintance be for god and the head gum podcast <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. That was a Hidgum original.